go, Seth. Welcome to the Bread and Wine Podcast. This is episode number eight. And I'm, I'm pulling up the title right now. You know whenever your phone like goes to sleep? Oh, episode yeah. number eight, Jesus. Are we living life for him or with him? And it's going to be a discussion on the differences between I'm just living life for Christ and yeah, I don't even know if I really needed to explain or without Christ, or with him. I mean, <laughs> exactly what the title. I was going to say the uh, tagline that I was. Gonna, yeah, that's the same thing. <laughs> uh, welcome to everyone who is watching live on Facebook and YouTube's and all that kind of stuff. Thank you to everyone who's just been uh, listening to our podcast, who's been watching the podcast on these live things, um, who's making comments, all that kind of stuff. We thank you so much. We would love um, if anyone would share it it would feel like if you feel like this is something that's been useful to you helpful for you we would love for you to share that or you know leave a review or something like that just because it helps to get the word out and helps yeah. other people so and tag us too yep. and if you guys got any friends that you think could really benefit from hearing one of these podcasts um, definitely just you know send them a text or send them an email whatever yep. your, whatever mode of communication you do would really uh, really be great for us and uh, hopefully for them as well if you are watching live, you see that Seth is back and that he is leaning back a little bit. He has his leg up in a chair, thanks to everyone who prayed for him last uh, two weeks ago. Uh, you looks like your surgery went well. Surgery went great. Um, yep. I'll just I'll just say this right out of the get go: your body has limits, and as you grow older, I've learned to know that those limitations are not to be exceeded. <laughs> <laughs> And so if you ever get the funny idea that you're going to play an alumni football game, full pads, um, think, think about your body and what it's been through. <laughs> and what uh, it could go through. And what you, it could go through. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned that last podcast, but Seth, five plays into his alumni football game that he was incredibly excited about, blows his knee out. And yeah. yeah. It's uh, that's all right. The Lord is bringing healing and yeah. has taught you some things that we're going to talk about today. Right. So we can kind of segue into that. Yeah. Um, so both Seth and I, you know, we have these conversations about, hey, what are we going to do the next podcast on this? And oftentimes, and especially this time, we just both had the same exact right idea from the spirit, I believe. And that is and we're going to talk through like practical things in our lives that we've been going through. But again, the difference between I'm living life for Christ and I'm living life with Christ and with Christ's spirit. Mm, yeah. And, and I think I'll just, you know, since this is kind of personal into my life right now, I'll just start off with the injury that I that just happened to me because this is really how God has been speaking to me through this process. Because when something like that happens, I mean, my kneecap was up into my thigh. And mm. in that moment, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Like, why? Why, God? Mm. Why? Yeah, I remember you asking those questions. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, you know, I wanted to know the answer. Um, and in that moment, I just heard God say, watch how much good that I'm going to do with this. Hmm. And so, like, in, in that very moment, I was like, okay, um, he's going to do amazing things through this. But also in that moment, and this, this is kind of, I think, what we're talking about today is, and this is a bad thing. I almost felt a sense of relief that my life was going to slow down some mm -hmm. and, and that I was going to get to take a break Yeah, and that I was going to get to chill. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a temptation or whatever. 
actually I'm, I'm reading a book and there's a quote from Corey Tenboom who um, helped a ton of people survive the Holocaust. And she, in her quote says, if the devil can't get you to be bad, he'll get you to be busy. Mm-hmm. And that really hit me because I think of the busyness that, that just fills our society right yeah. now. I mean, it's just everywhere to the fact to where I was reading an article that said, I think it was over 50% of people feel shame taking vacation time Mm, Wow! because of the culture that we've built of such busyness. And if you're not working hard and working every day, then you're, then you literally are just not worth anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's dangerous because it, it fills into the body of Christ and God has created rest and built that into the universe. Right. When he created the universe on day seven, he created rest. Adam and Eve's first day after creation was rest. Enjoy God, enjoy creation. Yeah. And um, whenever we're just living life for God, and what we mean by that is this, y'all, living for God is not bad, all right? It's not a bad thing, but there you're missing out on something much better mm-hmm. we believe yeah and that is living for and with god as we journey through life um and if we're not careful we get excited about being missional we get excited about reaching our city you know we've maybe you've been listening to these podcasts and you're like man I'm, I'm gonna reach my workplace and we get into this performance go 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 mode and we don't take time to rest yeah to be with god and let him like direct you know, our lives, which is what you're saying, right? Yeah. And, and it, you know, you hear this a lot in Christian circles, God, I want you to use me. I want you to use me. I just want to be used by God. Mm. And I think that's, you know, a great thing in the heart. Like, Hey, I want, I want to advance God's mission and purpose. But also part of that is like, God wants to be with you. He doesn't just want to use you. Like, it's almost like we have this mentality of like abuse. (laughs) Like, I just want to be used by God in everything. But God says, I want you to be with me. I want you to partner with me in these things. Like, yeah. cause I'm, he's actually doing the work yeah. and you're partnering with him to accomplish his work. Yeah. So there's not this thing where he, you're just working for him mm-hmm. and you're his, you're his, you know, cash says all do everything that I say. It's join me, join mm-hmm. me in what I'm doing and have fun and enjoy it with me. Yeah. And that's the calling. And that's what Jesus called his disciples yeah. too. He said, come follow me, you know? And that's, I think that that's a huge thing. I was having a conversation last night with one of our friends and he said he was in a a church leadership meeting, a big church. Um, and he brought up the fact of, Hey, I really think that we should take more time to, to pray as a team and really seek the Lord in his will and his desires. And the response was, if we do that, then we're going to have to cut something else out. Mm. The response was basically, we don't have time for that. Yeah. And I think that that there is a temptation from the enemy to to believe that. And it doesn't have to be just in a church leadership setting. It's in our own lives. Mm-hmm. There's a temptation to believe that if I take 15 minutes and go on a walk with God and just talk with him, mm. then I'm not going to accomplish what I need to accomplish. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to get the things done. But I think the more often than not, whenever we take time to be with him, I'm always more often, um, we we accomplish a lot more. It's mm-hmm. it, we become a whole lot more fruitful. Jesus says, yeah. "Abide in me," um, and not doesn't say just try everything in your own strength, dude. I am so guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I'm so guilty of trying to come up with programs to reach people, come up with formulas to reach people, come up with uh, yeah, because it's easy to teach people and all that kind of stuff. 
And I've been guilty of that versus just listening to the spirit, living in the spirit day by day and, and doing what he says. Yeah. And God's been speaking the same thing to me. You know, once my leg got hurt and had up surgery and all that, I'm pretty much in a brace for six weeks. Can't drive for six weeks. Yeah. Um, but what, what that started in me was the recognition that I had been running so hard and so fast that I had really missed some really intimate, awesome, mm. powerful moments with God that I used to have every single day. And so this has really drove me into the scriptures. This drove me into being with him in worship and prayer, singing to him. And what I've noticed from that is that the things that I was doing before I was trying to make happen, God's been bringing things to me and, and even more in a fruitful way now. That's right. I just, man, I I guess I'll just share kind of like what my experience has been like the last few months. And this is another we're sharing just some, from some personal experiences right. of what God has really been teaching both of us. Um, in February, January, I believe I got my real estate license and I really felt like the Lord leading me to show people how to live a life in union with him that makes disciples, um, that coaches and loves and serves people, but has a full-time job in the, in the business, in the workplace. Uh, again, I've shared, we've shared this on the podcast, but we've had so many people saying, you have to be full-time. Yeah, you can make disciples because you're full-time. What I found myself doing the last several months is focusing more on trying to prove mm-hmm. that you can make disciples and have a full-time job than doing what God is calling me to with him. Yeah. And it's so funny, uh, I shared this with Seth earlier this week, that this weekend, I had a conversation with God where God really revealed this to me. And he said, you are pushing, you are pressing. Um, I'm inviting you to do real estate with me. So what is that? What the differences are, I'm running, gunning. I'm trying to find people that are interested. I'm trying to help. And, and I have a heart of service and, and all that kind of stuff with people. But slowing down and saying, hey, Lord, what are you doing in this person's life that I'm working with uh, in my client's life? Lord, do yeah. you have a word for them? Do you have something that I can do? And like really slow down. Well, what was interesting was at the time of the last couple months, having no clients, mm-hmm. like working hard, trying to get this thing to work, having some good conversations with people. But literally after I have this conversation with the Lord and I repent and I say, God, I, you know what? I'm sorry because I don't want to show people how to rush and prove themselves. Uh, rush and prove the style of ministry. I want to show people how to live in communion with you. And I got two clients this week <laughs> and I have another one that's coming. Like, just like and that. just like, and like, yeah. and I'm just like, I just really sense that it's from the Lord that he's just confirming that th- that's, that's the lifestyle I'm inviting you into is yeah. not just working for me and making disciples for me, but let's do this together. Yeah. I mean, why would he give us his spirit if he didn't want to, us to work together? Yeah. And, and I think that question that you asked is, God, what are you doing in this person's mm-hmm. life? Like, that's that's a question that we can ask God in every single circumstance of life, and that is what will bring us intimacy. So, yeah. like, even thinking about, like, tragedy, and instead of, you know, I thought about the leg thing that happened, which, you know, isn't horrible, but it's, it, it was tragic in the moment. And, you know, instead of asking why, God, my question I, I wish would have been, God, what, what good are you going to accomplish mm. through this? Yeah. Or, or seeing somebody at your workplace and uh, instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to try this and this and this and this and them. God, what are you doing in their life right now? Because yeah. I, I know you're working in their life. 
I know you're pursuing them. How can I come alongside you in your pursuit of them and, and help them recognize that you are coming after them? Yeah. Um, and so it's this beautiful, intimate dialogue mm-hmm. that we can have with God in our everyday life. And I think that's the point I wanted to hit on. Our, our life can be a dialogue with him. And that brings that intimacy, that brings that relationship yeah. because we're in constant communication and finding out where he's working, how he's working and how we can partner alongside with him in that. Yeah. It's when you said that there, I've, good friend, Ben Austin, you know, Ben, he's amazing, but he shares a quote that he says oftentimes, uh, that he says very regularly. And it says, and he basically says that too much of the time we are looking for God behind the event rather than within the event. Mm. And so when something happens in our lives, good or bad, we're looking for, and we're asking God, why, why did you let this happen? I'm sure you asked that question. Why, why, why is my knee blown out? And we, we spend all of our time focusing on the why rather than focusing on the, what are you doing here within the event right now? And and, and look, that's Jesus's life. Everyone could look around and go, why the Romans? Why are we under the suppression? Why are we doing this? And they would have missed God in the midst of them. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a, that's a huge part. And I think that that can hopefully be encouragement for the people that are listening today is they may be, uh, you may work in a factory, you may be an insurance sales man or woman or whatever it may be, whatever your job is, it doesn't take much, my example from this weekend of flipping the switch that begins to say, not just saying, I want to reach people for God. I want to reach people for God. How can I do that? Or many of us just grinding so hard, we don't even ask the question of how yeah. I can reach people for God totally, or what he's wanting to do, but then shifting it to living in the day like mm-hmm. Jesus did in the day, Holy Spirit, what are you doing in my office today? Yeah. And then the key is not just hearing, but doing what he says. Yeah. Because as soon as he says, I need you, I would like you to go talk to Alan. And if you don't go do that, you're going to end up tuning out the, over time, you'll tune out the voice of the spirit. He's mm. speaking, but you'll start to tune out him saying this and him saying, go do this because you're just, you're not obedient in it. And yeah. that's usually what happens. And if you begin to live your life in this way, you will find that making disciples, that ministering to people becomes way easier because you're not doing it in mm. your own strength. Yep. You're partnering with what he's already accomplishing in them. And I think a good example of this is the story of Lazarus. You know, even the, the disciples and Mary, they, they were asking, why did this happen to Lazarus? Yep. Why did Lazarus die? But Jesus, he had an invitation. Come and participate with me because mm-hmm. you're going to see the power of God. And then what did he tell his disciples? He said, go and roll away the stone. Yeah. That was their uh, way to participate in this amazing miracle and wonder of God. Jesus was doing it, but he invited his disciples to partner with him mm. in revealing that Lazarus was going to rise from the dead. Yeah, And so it was, it was easy because God's power showed up. They rolled away the stone, Yeah, but they were participants in that amazing in that. thing that happened. And it was easy yeah. <laughs> because he did it. That's wild. I'm interesting. Interesting. God's, taking this conversation in that way, because I was sharing with Seth earlier today that God was speaking to me during a prayer time and basically saying that the church is allowing its scars to prevent Christ from flowing out of us. And what I mean by that is, let's just say maybe you've stepped out in faith and started praying for some people for healing and it didn't happen. Allowing those scars that say that to the, now you don't really believe that God is good wants to do it like over time that those things can wear and and i'm I'm, i repented for this because it Mm. 
Or maybe you put yourself out there. We've talked about getting deeper in community. Maybe someone hurt you. Maybe someone stabbed you in the back or whatever, and you're carrying these scars on you. Uh, maybe you've tried to reach out with your workplace. Maybe you've gone and gone and gone, and it hasn't gone as well as you want. But I just felt like God was saying that he's wanting to heal, like blow away, you know, um, with the wind of the spirit, honestly. Like just, I know that sounds super like, I don't even like saying it because I f- feel like charismatic people say it. that all the time. A fresh wind of the spirit, you know, but but that God wants to bring healing to those things so that we can do, so that we can walk with him, not just working for him. Do you hear that? There's a, I don't know if you can hear that on the podcast, but as soon as we said the wind of the spirit, (laughs) there's a wind blowing in the room. You can hear it. That's wild. What is that? I I don't know, but I hadn't heard it before ever. Sounds like somebody's singing. That was weird. Wow. Man. Bless the Lord. Hey, let's, uh, Father, I just pray right now that if there's anyone listening, if there's anyone watching and they have allowed the scars of, of just going through life, we, to prevent them from allowing you to, to flow out, to prevent them, and I'm super guilty of this, prevent them from praying for someone's healing or emotional or what um, physical uh, healing or whatever that may be or stepping out in faith or really loving hard. God, I just pray that that, that wind from your spirit would just right now in this very moment just begin to Amen. to just remove those wounds, remove those scars, and so that, so that, Lord, that light that's in them and light that's in us can just shine out, Father, that we could once again, I just pray you would restore true faith in you and your goodness and what you desire to do on this earth. Um, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It's mm. good. I think an, another part of this, uh, John, is knowing his voice. Um I go back to yeah. the scripture, you know, Jesus talks about his sheep will hear him and they will hear his voice and they will not follow an outsider's voice. Uh, and so a, a big part of this is getting to know Jesus's voice. And how do we do that? We, we do that by spending time with mm-hmm. him, um, alone time with him. You know, I'm often reminded of Jesus withdrew from the crowds and would yeah. go upon the mountain to pray. Uh, and as we're talking about being with Jesus in everyday life, in everyday circumstances at, at our workplace, um, we need not neglect to forget the one-on-one kind of date time that we need to set aside for Jesus, with Jesus in his scriptures yeah. and in prayer. And and that is actually what will give us the lens and the understanding and the foresight to be able to understand his yeah. voice in our everyday life just had that conversation with someone last night about like wanting to learn how to hear from god more and trying and 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 just someone being blunt and honest which i love and just saying i'm trying to like understand and see like what is from me what is just you know something coming to my spirit and what is from god and they are taking some of that alone time but still struggling a little bit and, and i love the honesty there but my encouragement was start trying like so if if you feel god highlighting someone in your workplace just sitting back going well i don't know if it is i don't know if it is probably won't help you tune your ear to god's voice but if you step out and you try and you can see well oh man like wow that was amazing what god did i did hear him or maybe it didn't and maybe you go okay maybe i heard from him but maybe i didn't that time like without practicing without like that's that's like I can read, 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 read how to be an amazing football player. 
you know, like I'm just say that because I just had that football. But until I go out and start practicing football, I'm never going to get any better. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of knowledge, and so I think just a release for people to go for it. You know, go for these things and just say, all right, I'm going to listen to your voice, Lord. And if you, if I hear you in my spirit, say, you know, go to the grocery store. And I'm not sure it's you or not, or maybe I'm just hungry. I'm just going to try it. Yeah. And see what God does. And as you're going through that process, it will better fine tune your -hmm. voice. But sitting back and never stepping out on the water, never stepping out in any kind of faith, you're probably not going to learn how to hear God's voice very well. That's right. Yeah. And and I also don't want to, want to neglect the importance of the scriptures and and just yeah. every day like eating the words of Jesus eating mm-hmm. the scriptures learning and and even going beyond just uh you know reading it and then you know turning it closing and whatever but studying it yeah. like meditating on those words understanding the history of what's happening um creating in your mind just a very clear picture of what is happening right now, and, and the scriptures do that. How how am I to participate in in life right now? The scriptures give you all the knowledge mm-hmm. necessary to begin to do that effectively every single day. That's right. And so, and, and God will speak to you as you read the scriptures. That's His word to you. Yep. So, I say, if you've been neglecting the scriptures, man, get into them yeah. today. Make it make it the most important time of your day, get into those words and let them Mm -hmm. change you. Because if you get rooted in the scriptures, the fruit that produces from that root will be effective. It seems like we oftentimes in the church have feel like there's this dichotomy between reading the scriptures and hearing the, the, in, you know, the internal voice of God or whatever. And there's one side of the church that's like scripture, 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 scripture. And there's other side of the church that, honestly doesn't know the scripture super well, but they're like, Hey, God told me this and God did this or whatever. And there is no, you can't have one without the other. Right. So like the Holy spirit isn't divided. He, he spoke and he breathed out his word, the scriptures, and he'd also speaks to us. And whenever we recognize that he's not going to tell us something that contradicts his scripture. Right. Cause I've seen that bro. I've seen like some flaky people say some stuff and I'm like that blatantly contradicts something that God's already said in scripture. Yeah. Um, I, and I can say, I know that's not from the Lord, mm-hmm. you know? And, and someone goes, you know, if someone's like, yeah, you know, man, I just, I just feel like my neighbor's wife is, she's about to be my wife. Like, what do you, what do you, I mean, like, <laughs> like I'm supposed to go over there and, and, and invite her to, to marry me. Like, I, I'll tell you right now, that's not from the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Now, maybe if something was going to happen to your neighbor and it's in the future, maybe that could potentially be from the Lord. But I'm just saying, like, probably not, guy. Like, that's, <laughs> but you know, and, and it, but it's that simple. But it shouldn't, if we love God and His Holy Spirit and Jesus and our Father, we should love the Word. It should be mm-hmm. something that we love, that we meditate on and on it day and night. And that helps us as we walk with God because we have to renew our minds and like I like Paul says we take every thought captive to obey Christ yeah and when we're in the word we're being inundated inundated with God's perspective on life yes how to live life what his kingdom looks like all those things and when we're outside and we're not in the word that much it's so easy to allow society absolutely and culture to start inundating our minds and we're and and we start heading down kind of a rocky path yeah and and even thinking about that 
So I grew up in a church that was really evangelistic and um, every, pretty much every week it was, you know, reach your neighbor, reach your neighbor, reach your neighbor. And so I had that ingrained in me, but it wasn't until I started to actually read the scriptures and catch God's heart for people mm. and start to see people with the perception that he sees them, start to understand them through the scriptures. That was when I actually had a heart to go and yeah. reach people. It, it wasn't on my own power. I had, mm. I had to capture it by embodying his yeah. words and letting those words change me from the inside out. Yep. And so that, I want to say that is where you get the power, the strength, the fervency, the love, the patience, the kindness to do any of this yep. work with God. Yeah. That's the thing is there's, I want to say this and shout it from the rooftops that there's no magic formula to being a man or a woman who walks with God and transforms people's lives and just makes a huge impact for the kingdom. It is all, it's relational. It is, as Seth's saying, it's time with God. It's time in his word. Mm-hmm. It's time walking in what he's, you, you feel like he's releasing to you and testing things out and loving people hard. Like we, it's, it seems like we are always searching in America, particular for the formula. Right. And we'll hop from this ministry to that ministry to that ministry. And the answer is God himself. It yeah. is, it, you know, is, is being intimate with the Lord and with his community of believers in walking things through. God is not boring. Like he, he likes creativity. Look at creation. I get, I know that he purposely does things different ways so that we walk with him. Yeah. I love that my kids are different. That, that Jonah is, there's de- different thing, th- things that I will go do with him that Noah's not super excited about. There's things I can go do with Noah or Judah that Jonah doesn't get excited about. Yeah. And I love that I can walk with my children and explore their different personalities. And I, I genuinely believe that God loves that about yeah. us. And so whenever I'm trying to be Seth, because I read a book that Seth read, that wrote, and man, Seth the evangelist, I want to be just like him. I think there's a sense in which God goes, like his heart hurts because he's like, but I created you like this. Seth is part of my body and he's an amazing gift, but I created you to fulfill this role and we just like keep fighting up against trying to be something that we're not and it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, Even since it's like, beloved, don't despise your role for though you may feel it is small, it is really great. Mm. And, and we cannot be comparing our role with someone else and because we get so focused on what they're doing and we're not even focused on what we're supposed to be doing yeah. and what we're doing. Maybe it's just our workplace and you see somebody else, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're on a giant platform and you're like, man, I want to go be on that platform. It's like, no, yeah, you have a role that is vitally important for where you are right now. Do not despise mm-hmm. your role. Embrace it accept it, love it, Yeah, get to know it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, I think as we're coming closer to a close and kind of wrapping up this idea of God for God or with God, I think that's a key part to it. Like until I embrace the giftings that God's given me, um, all this stuff, it's going to be hard for me to work with God because I will be finding myself working against him Yeah, oftentimes right. and trying to push, trying to become this or whatever. But whenever we embrace um, you know, man, you know what? I've got a real gift of encouragement and people have, this is not me personally, but if this is me, um, I'm going to embrace that gift and I'm going to begin to use it. And the cool thing is, is, I mean, God always talks about stewardship. Mm. He's going to give us a little, if you're not faithful with a litter, he's little with a litter. Oh, there it is. (laughs) If you're not faithful with a little, (laughs) 
he's not going to give you much. He's not going to give you a lot. Oh, that, that is that in the podcast right there with my bark. <laughs> that got me, dude. Sorry. sorry. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. But you know, but that's right, right? So are you, why is God going to help use you to reach a city when you're not being faithful with the five people next to you in the cubicles at your workplace? Yeah. It's not going to like, that's, that would be, that would be so silly for me to give my sons each $5,000 when they can't even spend $5. Well, yeah. And, and I think just to kind of start concluding things, God really wants to bring us back to what he had with Adam and Eve in the garden where it, you know, it says in there, God walked with yeah. them and they had dialogue. They had conversation and I can imagine God walking beside them. Hey, Adam and Eve, what are you guys going to do today? You guys going to, mm-hmm. you know, go hang out uh, by the banana trees and, you know, go, go, na- <laughs> <laughs> go name some animals, go, go hang out with some animals. You know, what, what are you guys going to do today? And saying, Oh, we're going to do this today. And what, what do you think we should do? And it's this beautiful, uh, it's just beautiful relationship. And, yeah. that, and that's really, that's really what this is all about is, mm-hmm. is, do you have a deep relationship with Jesus that every single day you're, you're living your everyday life with him. You're doing the mundane tasks with him Yeah. because there's an invitation to do that. Uh, and not to, not to just be working for him yeah. as a servant, but with him. Yeah. The, I'll end with the analogy that I was sharing with you in the car on the way over here is that I feel like God was showing that, you know, oftentimes we work for the Lord as a, husband or wife who's a, a breadwinner of a home going out and just working, 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 and their spouse is back at home and their kids are back at home going, man, I really miss mommy or I really miss daddy. And the parent is out there going, but I'm, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this so that you can have your Xboxes. I'm doing this so that you can have, and we, we act like that with God oftentimes yeah. where God's just saying like, Hey, hold up a second. <laughs> I'd rather you Let's, be home. Yeah, I'd rather you be home. I would rather do this thing with you. Like, like, and I'm guilty of that, you yeah. know? And God's, I think, bringing a beautiful restoration. So you want to pray us out on that, bro? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Let's think about, uh, I think rest, rest would be a really big thing to pray about it. And mm. so, uh, Father, anyone on here that uh, has neglected taking rest or, you know, like myself, doesn't even know how to rest. Father, I pray that you restore that Sabbath in our lives. Mm-hmm. Restore the Sabbath. Um, and in that place of rest, let us let us learn to hear your voice. Yeah. Um, let us learn to be with you so that we never have to leave you. Mm-hmm. So that we, we're always with you. And so we'll just bless us with the grace and peace and mercy in that place of rest, in that place of communion with you, that we would live in union with you all Mm -hmm. the days of our lives. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again. We are on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, on a lot of different things. Uh, And again, if you would mind sharing it, we would be thrilled. That is episode number eight. Thanks for listening to the Bread Wine Podcast.